Welcome back to More Genomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Gello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta, born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today's headliner topic, I'm going to talk about what is considered a proper mortgage pre-approval. But before we begin, here's what's going on this week. So last week, it was Canada's central bank, the Bank of Canada, that elected to increase their overnight rate by a quarter point, thereby passing the hike over to the consumer grade prime rate, where it currently stands at 2.70%. In the United States, the Fed is due for their announcement this Wednesday, March the 16th. And from all accounts, it's looking like they will follow in the path of Canada with a sample size 0.25% rate hike as well. So that would bump them up to 3.50%, where they are currently at Canada and likely the U.S. this coming Wednesday, uh, the 16th of March, will both have edged up by a full quarter point. Um, Canadian consumer prime rate at 2.70% and the U.S. likely at 3.50% by weekend. But the bigger story here is that this coming week we will hear from the U.S. Federal Reserve, the single most powerful central bank on the entire planet ultimate superpower of all central banks so whatever it is that we we may have internalized from the bank of canada's announcement this past week this coming announcement from the federal reserve will pretty much supersede any residual sentiment left behind from last week's bank of canada announcement or even more so it'll pretty much dictate the terms of canada's next move on the 13th of april and in a smaller way, perhaps, it may validate the Bank of Canada's recent announcement last week. So, basically, all eyes will be on the Fed this week. Not just for the obvious announcement of a potential rate increase of a quarter percent, but for other reasons. So, all bank economists, politicians, Fortune 500 businesses, investors, finance departments of governments from around the world... And even everyday homeowners like you and I, just curious to know simply if their mortgage payments will be affected. Many will be listening for clues and hints. They'll be digging deep and trying to interpret singular statements that will be made. They'll be reading between the lines on every single word and searching for meaning. And in short order, the outlook will either be declared as dovish or hawkish. Hawkish meaning efforts that are more directed towards limiting inflation, which trends towards an increasing interest rate environment with the objective to restrict the supply of money. Or the opposing viewpoint, a dovish tone, which calls for lower interest rates in an effort to increase the money supply, spur on economic growth, and ramp up job creation. 
And if you're guessing that we'll hear a hawkish tone, you're probably correct. But it'll be interesting to interpret the post-announcement reporting and meetings in the press conference and seeing how they set themselves up for their following announcement on April 27th. With all that's going on in the world, the central banks attempt to account for all of it in their monetary policy. When you really think about it, it's pretty much one of the most important metrics out there, if not the single most important finance metric. It essentially captures and quantifies every major event going on in the world and prices it into the monetary policy. So that's what I'll be looking out for this week. And of course, all your inquiries about how the impacts, about how this impacts your mortgage approvals today and into the future. And on that note, I'll end this segment with a reminder to reach out to me if you are in the process of securing any mortgage solutions in the short or near term. Go ahead and call or text me at 604-800-9593, 604-800-9593. Okay, let's move along and talk about today's headliner topic. What is considered a proper mortgage pre-approval? Wondering whether to proceed with a fixed or a variable mortgage? Why not pick both? There's a mortgage just for that. In fact, there's a mortgage that allows you the flexibility to configure it any way you desire. I call them hybrid mortgages. So let's say you have a $500,000 mortgage. If you wanted to, you could configure it so that $200,000 is allocated in a five-year fixed rate, $100,000 as a five-year variable, and the remaining $200,000 as a home equity line of credit. And better yet, every year you receive a detailed statement from the lender that outlines the cumulative interest charges for each configured mortgage. If you want to learn more, shoot me a text or give me a ring at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. Or look me up at homefinancingsolutions.ca. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. And now, back to the episode. One of the more common questions regarding pre-approvals is, how long is my pre-approval good for? Generally speaking, a pre-approval is good for as long as the maturity date of the rate hold, as specified within the pre-approval. Rate holds are typically set for 90 to 120 days, depending on the lender. Although the rate hold is indeed a critical part of the pre-approval, it can also be a major distraction from other more important or critical conditions that, if not maintained or updated, will lead to a significantly downgraded level of assurance of your pre-approval or outright invalid pre-approval. If any of the application details change from the date the application was completed, then the pre-approval could technically be deemed void and or invalid. Other than the rate hold guarantee in a pre-approval, here are some other conditions or circumstances to be aware of that could lead to your pre-approval no longer being valid. Lenders will require updated documents if they are dated greater than 30 days from the date your application goes live. This applies to the following, pay stubs, employment letters, credit reports, and down payment verification documents. Remember, your pre-approval is based on your application details and disclosures as captured on the specific date that it was completed. For example, if your credit card balance was $3,865 the day you got pre-approved, It should, at the very least, remain that way all the way until the completion date of your purchase. If the balance sneaks higher, the pre-approval is technically no longer valid. 
Property selection can also lead to unexpected consequences. For example, if you secure an offer on a property that has special designations on the land title, your lender selection could suddenly be reduced to a select few. This may in turn result in a revised interest rate and increased qualification criteria. And lastly, inaccurate disclosures made in your pre-approval application will definitely become exposed when your application becomes live. This could ultimately lead to deal-breaking consequences. Here are some examples of inaccurate or incomplete disclosures. Down payment proceeds are from borrowed sources rather than owned sources. The property will be rented out rather than owner-occupied. Inaccurate declaration of marital status. For example, if the applicant is divorced and has not disclosed so, the lender will suddenly request the separation agreement and re-adjudicate the pre-approval to account for any spousal or child support payment obligations. This will in turn have a significant impact on the overall pre-approval. In summary, pre-approvals require ongoing updating from both the mortgage broker and the applicant. It is important to be proactive and diligent with your pre-approval. Be accountable and keep your mortgage broker informed of any changes to your overall application. This could include simple things such as reporting incremental pay increases or revised plans for a slightly lower down payment, but can also include more revealing and detrimental updates like incurring more consumer debt, or perhaps the update is positive and is an opportunity to increase your qualifying mortgage amount. Regardless of the update, the pre-approval will ultimately need to be revised to account for the change. Whatever you do, do not leave it to chance that your mortgage broker will regularly follow up with you as pre-approvals are generally a one-time issuance. Keep in mind that live applications are naturally prioritized ahead of pre-approvals and as such it's important to maintain full accountability for the validity of your pre-approval. If you are indeed going to be moving forward with a purchase, maintain communication with your mortgage broker. All it takes is a simple email or text to notify your mortgage broker that you are still engaged. This will trigger your mortgage broker to review your file and react accordingly with any information or document requests to keep your pre-approval up to date. A proper pre-approval should include qualification scenarios as well as any conditions, restrictions, or limitations pertaining to it. Pre-approvals should be loaded with details, figures, conditions, and disclosures and should range in word count from at least 300 words to as high as five to 600 words. To see actual samples of rate hold and fully qualified mortgage pre-approvals, refer to the link contained within the episode notes. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in British Columbia or Alberta, as I am licensed to service these specific provinces. And especially if you are from Vancouver or Calgary, as I am very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over the world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere. Call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgageonomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.